Good morning and welcome to Coffee Talks Empowerment Podcast. Oh my goodness, it has truly been a minute. But listen, this is your girl, Tanya B. Ratliff, the Purpose Midwife. Listen, this is what I want you to do. You already know how we do it. I want you to grab your coffee, your pen, and your journal. And I want you to meet us back for this new season of coffee talks. Let's get brewing. Well, guys, we're back and I am ready to start this new season of Coffee Talks. Listen, while the world has been in quarantine, in lockdown, in shutdown, we have been working diligently to bring you new information. We've been working to bring you a new season. We have been working diligently behind the scenes to bring you new revelation. In this season of Coffee Talks, we are going to be interviewing different people from all walks of life. In this month, the month of April, we are going to be interviewing authors. Yes, authors, authors. How many people out there? There's a book in your belly. We are bringing you people who can help you launch the vision in the month of April, authors. And then in the month of May, we are going to be talking to five-fold ministry leaders. Yes, we are going to cover the topic after this. What do you mean after this? After we come out of this pandemic, What's next? What's next? Because how many of you know we cannot go back to normal? We cannot go back to comfortable. We cannot go back to usual. We can't go back to the norm because things have shifted and we are here to help get you prepared and get you ready for the ship. So listen, coming up, I am just Oh, on tiptoe anticipation uh, to be able to bring to you our next guest. So sit back, listen, put your listening ears on as we get ready to have a up close and front and personal conversation with best-selling Amazon, two-time best-selling Amazon author, Alandria Lloyd. Come on. Let's get brewing. Let's get into this conversation. Well, hello, everyone. We want to welcome you on today to season two of Coffee Talks Empowerment Podcast. And we are so excited on today to be in the studio today with none other than two-time best-selling author, Alandria Lloyd. So we thank God for you on today, woman of God. We thank God for all that he's doing in your life. We see how God is moving in 
your life and how you are an inspiration to all of those that are connected to you. But we just thank God for uh, this opportunity to be able to interview you and allow you to share uh, your story here on the Coffee Talks Empowerment Podcast. So we're going to jump right in on today. So our first question to you on today, Alandria, is who is Alandria L? Who is Alandria L? First of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for inviting me on um, to interview and just to talk about, you know, the new book and everything that God is doing. I am definitely blessed and grateful for all of your support. You have definitely been one of my biggest supporters, even when I wasn't supporting myself. So I do appreciate you for that. Amen. So who is Alandria L? She is definitely a survivor and a thriver. Amen. A survivor and a thriver. I like that because so many times people say, well, I'm a survivor, but we have to move beyond surviving and understand that there is life after you survive trauma. Get up and do something. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Also, I see here you said that you are a change agent. Can you can you tell us what a change agent is? Yes. So a change agent is a person who walks in their God-given power and authority to change situations and circumstances in their lives, as well as in the lives of other people. And God gave me that specific definition about five or six years ago at this point, because of course a lot, you know, change agent is a, a, a term, you know, that a lot of people use. It's very popular, but God gave me a very specific definition as it would it as it relates to what it meant to me and my ministry and what I was called to do. And so in that definition, it first means I have to be a change agent in my own life. I had to be the change that I wanted to see. You can't just sit and complain and talk about what you want to be different if you are not becoming a different person. And so before I could go out and empower anybody else, before I can encourage or uplift anyone else, I first had to be that in my own life. And so that is what that is all about. And that's what my movement and the mission is all about. Just encouraging people to use what God has already given you. Far too many times we look to other people to give us things that we already have. We just have overlooked it or we are so busy looking at negative things that we don't see the good stuff that God has done for us and has deposited on the inside. And we think that we always have to go to someone else. But a lot of times those things are deposited inside of you. You just have to dig deep enough to see it. Oh, that's powerful. And and even as you think about what has transpired in our world over these last few weeks, I truly believe that for those who have uh, heard the call and, and they've been in a place spiritually to hear what God is saying. He's given us an opportunity to change those things in our life that are no longer effective, that, 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 that have held us down and bound and, and captive. So I think that's uh, so awesome that you said change first begins with yourself. So how can you prompt or how can you spur anyone else to change if you're not doing anything change is a movement so i think that's powerful if we even you know apply and look at what's going on in our world today absolutely yes so when you think about the struggles in your life uh that you had to overcome to arrive at where you are now your your destined purpose where you're walking out the manifestation 
uh, for your life that God already preordained before preordained before the foundations of the world. What were some struggles did uh, you had to overcome? Um, definitely after losing my two children, um, at, at, by the time I was 16, I had buried two babies and that really changed my whole entire world. I had to adjust to a new normal as I call it, because life as I knew it was over. Um, and so I had to adjust to, to this whole new way of seeing things, um, and perceiving things because I dealt with a lot of depression, paranoia, suicidal thoughts, um, bad anxiety. I had social anxiety really bad. And that means uh, I couldn't be around people. Just being around people would make me break out into a full panic attack if it was more than two people in the room. I couldn't handle it. Um, and so I remember going out to, to a parade um, one time and I literally had to go back and sit on the stoop of a business building because just the, just looking at all of those people set my heart racing. And um, just dealing with all of those different things as a teenager and still trying to finish school and just trying to figure life out, it was a lot. Um, and and I, that book, that's when I found God, you know, and, and even in, in deeper revelation, um, God showed me that my first child died so that I could live because oh I was on uh, a, a bad, a, the negative road, you know, the, the path that I had chose for myself was going to lead to nothing but destruction. But after I lost that child, that's when I found him. And then finding him, that's when I found new life. But that new life is the one that I was already predestined to, to live. So just going through all of those different things and then from that to just looking for love in all the wrong places and, and dealing with these uh, toxic relationships for years um, and just being demeaned and, and treated like nothing, you know, by men. And finally getting enough to look in the mirror to say, you know what, I'm the common denominator in all of this. I can blame the men. I can blame the cards I was dealt, however you want to call it. I can blame all of those things. But at the end of it all, I was the common denominator in every single situation. So it got to a point to where I had to look in the mirror and deal with me. And I believe that once I started dealing with me, that's when the manifestations really began as it relates to everything that God had really called me to do because I had become my worst enemy. My, my, one of your words that you use when uh, you described uh, who you were, you said uh, resilient. And as you were speaking, I heard the scripture, which uh, I often am reminded of when I went through one of the worst seasons of my life. I, I heard in my spirit, first Peter five and 10, where it says, after you have suffered a while, that the God yes. of all grace, that he will strengthen you, he will perfect you, and, and he will establish you. And so as, as we look at where God has bought you from and what he has bought you through, I truly believe that this scripture uh, personifies where you are in your life right now. Glory to God. And, you know, one thing I love about God is that God will 
finish the good work that he has begun in us. And so we just thank God. One thing I love about your ministry, uh, it's a ministry of of transparency. It's a ministry of truth. It's a ministry of just being raw because so many times I find that people are not willing to tell their story because we want to keep the little G-rated story. We don't want people to really know what we've been through. So I applaud you for just being open, upfront, and honest and being willing to share your failures and your mistakes so other people won't have to go through that. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. So when did you recognize God had blessed you with a gift to inspire others through writing? After I wrote my first book, I believe, well, even before I wrote my first book, actually, I used to be a blogger for a magazine, uh, online magazine. And I would receive a lot of testimonies um, and just made a lot of connections with people who would read, who had read, you know, some of the blogs and things that I wrote. They'd be like, you know, this really encouraged me. This helped me to see things from a different perspective, you know. And so just getting that positive feedback um, from people who had read a lot of my writings that kind of made me be like, okay, well, you know, maybe there is something here. But it was always prophesied to me, even when I was a teenager, that I would write many books and people would be encouraged and inspired by the things that I had to say. But I didn't really, you know, you receive prophecy sometimes. It's like, okay, you know, it's okay. (laughs) And so I didn't see how those things would happen. But it was really after I wrote my first book and I started, you know, getting women to tell me, you know, because of your story, I was able to come out of depression after my divorce because of your book, you know, you inspired me to start my first business. And so that's when I really remembered the prophecies that were spoken some years back. And that's when I said, okay, God, I really see that you are moving through these writings. And so that's when I really, really got serious with it. Amen. So let me ask you this question. Where do you draw your inspiration to create or to write or to to launch out because so many times I, I hear people saying I don't know where to start I'm I'm not motivated so what do you what do you attribute your creativity and and your motivation and your drive and just saying you know what it's time for me to pick up or get up or and just move forward where does that inspiration or creativity come from um, it comes from from a few places, but I think that some of the main things that really help me draw from are just the women that I see are in places where I used to be, and they have so many questions, or they feel misunderstood, or feel like no one understands, and that they are the only person who's going through that, or who has ever gone through that. So seeing, you know, because you know, people post all their their stuff on Facebook. Yes. So seeing, you know, certain statuses and things like that, it's like, you know, it just kind of stirs something in me to be like, you know, let me speak out and let me share a little bit more of what I've gone through as it relates to this particular situation. A, so this woman can know that she's not alone and B, so she can know that she can come out as well. So that's one thing that really helps, um, helps me to, to inspire me to, to keep going. Also, uh, just knowing that this is a call that God has placed on me, you know, know that this is a part of my assignment. And so even when I sometimes may not feel all that inspired when I go into prayer and ask God to lead me and guide me as to how he wants me to move in this vein to reach the people that he has assigned me to, you know, just being obedient. 
that also draws inspiration as well. A lot of people don't quite realize that. And I tell people all the time that are like, you know, I've lost focus and I, I don't know, you know, what to do or where to start. And my thing is, have you first began in prayer? That's it. Because if God has called you to it, of course, he's laid out the entire blueprint on what you need to do to get it done. But a lot of times we're so caught up in our minds and doing things in our own strength that sometimes we'll receive that word from God and think we're just supposed to take out full steam ahead without even sticking around long enough to get the full instructions. And God works step by step. You know, so sometimes uh, we feel like, oh, well, God isn't speaking, but neglecting to realize that, hey, did you even complete the first step? That's it. Because that might be why you're confused as it relates to the entire process, because you didn't obey and you did not complete the first assignment. You know, so that's one thing that I always point people back to, you know, especially if they say they're doing something that God said to do. Well, if he said it, then surely he's going to give all the instructions. You just have to stick around long enough to hear them. Yes. Powerful, powerful, powerful. We're back once again today on Coffee Talks Empowerment Podcast with our special guest, Alandria Lloyd, who is a two-time best-selling Amazon author. And we're having some dialogue. We're talking about all of the victories and the triumphs and the struggles which have led her to where she is now. So we're going to continue talking with Alandria. And so Alandria, my next question for you would be, I understand that you have authored and co-authored numerous books, but which book or would I say, would, do you like to write or did you like co-authoring, compiling the anthology? Which, which one do you like best? Just writing yourself or, or being able to help other authors to, um, to, to write what God has placed on the inside of them, which is your favorite? Would you say? Um, I think my favorite is actually the anthologies because you are able to give so many women opportunities who may have never had that chance. Um, because, of course, we all have a story to tell, but not everyone wants to write an entire book by themselves. So just giving uh, people the opportunity to share a, a portion of their story that can touch the lives of thousands, possibly even millions of people around the world. And then giving that woman the opportunity to speak her truth and to, you know, to heal and to be able to encourage other women. That is a beautiful experience. And so I think that that would have to be my favorite. Amen. Tell us about your latest project. Tell us what, Alandria Lord, your latest project. I think you just released it last week on your birthday. Tell us about this latest project. Yeah, so my latest book is entitled, I'm Coming Out, Overcoming Everything That Tried to Overtake Me. My. And I share my pretty much my entire testimony of how I was raised, the things that I went through um, from you know, dealing with uh, molestation when I was a child and how that opened up to the spirit of perversion and how I became addicted to porn at, you know, seven, eight years old. I'm watching, you know, pornography and um, taking all that, you know, demonic 
poisoning and just how it shaped my mind. And, you know, I started having sex at an early age and trying all, all this stuff that I've seen on these movies. And that's what led me to get pregnant, you know, three times seeing mom. And, you know, I talk about losing the kids and um, just the toxic relationships that I found myself in all on a search for love. Um, just looking for love in all the wrong places, trying to find myself in the validation of other people and just trying to be who I thought other people called me to be. But finally, I tapped into the person that God created me to be. And so I just share that entire testament of, you know, leading up to what people see now, because a lot of people, you know, just look at, you know, what they see now and think, oh, well, you know, she always had a, a easy life and things have always been good for her. But I have called an enormous amount of hell to uh, to get to this place, you know. So that's what the story is about, and just encouraging other people to deal with their childhood trauma because a lot of adults are still suffering from things that happened in their childhood and they don't realize it. A lot of relationships are failing because of unresolved childhood issues. A lot yes. of us have a bad perception of what relationships even look like because we didn't have a, a good, you know, what we were raised around was toxic. Yes. And we just have to start calling it for what it is. That's it. That's if it, it was toxic, it was toxic. That's and it. That's just all to it. <laughs> yes, you know yes, I mean? yes. No sugar around that. It just is what it is. And I think that once we name it for what it is and start dealing with it for what it is, then that's when we can begin to heal and come into what we want to see. Yes. Powerful. I can remember. Um, I don't know if you had this uh, this same epiphany or this same testimony, but I can remember I battled for years to write uh, my life story. It it because there was so much that I was not ready to confront. And and yes. and literally, as as I began to write that book, so many wounds from my past were, were opened up that I realized that I really had not taken the time to get truly healed and, and dealt with the issues. Did you find that when you were uh, writing I'm Coming Out? Oh, yes, ma'am. There were many times I had to stop. That's why it took me so long um, to write it because cause I was planning on knocking it out in two or three weeks at the latest. But the more I started writing it, the more you know things started surfacing and i'm like oh lord i didn't even know this was still a problem or i didn't even know that this was a problem you know and all the emotions surrounding it i had to take a lot of breaks and some of those breaks look like two or three week type breaks um because some of the stuff was so heavy and just so emotional that i i just, it took a lot to get through it it really really did so yes i can definitely relate so, Alandria, what can we look forward to in the near future from Alandria L? What's next? What's what's coming up? Okay, so what's coming up is um, uh, adding new products to my t-shirt line. So, I have one new one t-shirt that's already out. Um, it's redefined. And that is basically uh, as a part of my book, because when you overcome everything that tries to overtake you, you have no choice but to come out redefined. <laughs> yes. And sometimes you have to remind others of who you are now because they will try to relate to who you once were. So in redefining yourself, you know, the shirt says redefined, no longer who I used to be. So approach me differently. And just a reminder to let people know, hey, you may have known me from childhood, high school, even college, but guess what? 
I'm not that person anymore. So those type of conversations, we can't engage that type of stuff anymore. So that's basically what the redefined t-shirt is all about. I have another t-shirt um, that I'm going to be dropping this week. I'm very excited about that. Um, so that's going to be coming out this week. And then also we have an anthology that you are a part of. Yay. Um, it's entitled Dear Young Woman, Readjust Your Crown. That is going to be coming out um, late summer, early fall of this year. So I'm super excited about that as well. Um, and definitely want to do a book tour with that. Um, just praying for the land to get healed and the air to get clean. Amen. <laughs> so we can get back to business. But those are the things that are coming up for me this year. Amen. So Alandria, before we close out today, I know that you offer um, many services. You offer uh, many ways that you empower uh, women, not only through uh, writing books, but also through uh, personal ministry, through uh, life coaching. Can, can you share with our listeners, there may be someone listening today that may say, you know, I want to write a book or there may be someone that says, you know what, I, I have some issues and some, some problems. I, I need some help. I need some, some life coaching. I need some empowerment. So can you tell us how, um, what services you can, you provide, how they can connect with you and, um, where can we go to find all of your, uh, not just your latest projects, but all of your projects that you've created over the past years. Okay, well, you can find all of my products on my website. That is www.alandriael.com. And Alandria is spelled out A-L-A-N-D-R-I-A-E-L-L-E.com. So that's where all of my products are listed. Also, if you are interested in writing a book, my company is called The Writer's Block, LLC.com. So you can visit that website for online classes, publishing packages, and um coaching calls and programs i also have life coaching programs for women and i'm actually working on a new one right now that will be available next week and it ties in with this book so it's for any woman who knows that she has some past things that she wants to overcome but not quite sure how to do it i have a course to do that to help people to come out of that pit and walk in purpose so that's also that information is listed on my website as well Amen. Also, we know that Alandria, one thing I love about Alandria is we have so many people where, where God blesses them, but the Bible says that God blesses us to be a blessing. And one thing that I can truly say about uh, Alandria is she gives back to her uh, community. And uh, now, right now in the, the midst of this pandemic, uh, Alandria has uh, a vision. God has given her a vision to sow into uh, the lives of, of single moms who are not working. They're, they're non-essential workers, but they still have to feed their babies. They still have to to keep a roof over their head. And so Alandria is, is partnering uh, with many uh, local um, churches and businesses and just supporters who are helping her to reach this vision. And so Alandria is asking for you to partner with her and through partnering with her for a seed of $20, you will receive uh, a don't miss the mark 
prayer journal. Listen, my husband and I have a prayer journal and it's been a blessing to us. So if you would like to help Alandria to, uh, it's called let your light shine. If you would like to be a blessing to allow her to help those women who are less fortunate, can you tell us how they can give, uh, to this, uh, vision Alandria? Yes. Um, the easiest way to give is to just donate through PayPal. So it's uh, paypal.me slash change agent outreach. And you can uh, donate a seed of any amount, but for seeds of $20 or more, you will receive that prayer journal as a gift for your donation. Amen. Well, we want to thank Alandria for sharing with us on today. God is truly moving in her life. We will denote all of her information on our landing page for our pod of our podcast. We will put her websites and we will also put the information for her PayPal. If you would like to uh, donate to uh, Let Your Light Shine, we just want to thank you, woman of God, for coming and sharing your story. We speak God's favor, God's blessings over your life, and he will continue to cause you to walk in such a level of greatness. And I, I believe that this is the season where eyes have not seen nor ear heard or even entered into the heart of man, those things that God has prepared for those who love him. And I truly believe that uh, you've only scratched the surface on what God uh, has begun in your life. And I believe that this is the season that, that God is going to take you to higher heights and into deeper depths, into unknown territories that your voice might be able to reach a dying and hurting world. So once again, we thank you. We love you. We're praying for you and you be blessed. Amen. Thank you so much. I receive it. Thank Amen. you for having me today. You're welcome. As we close out today, I am truly thankful for the life and the ministry of Alandria Lloyd. Alandria and I have known one another for quite some years. We uh, met each other serving in ministry when uh, we attended the same church together. And I can truly uh, attest to the fact that God has brought her to a place in life where he is using her, as she said, as a change agent to help empower and, and build women. And as we close out today, I want to piggyback off of something that Alandria stated in our talk on today. Alandria said that everyone has a story. And I think that's so powerful because all of us have experienced different traumas, different issues and, and problems in our life. But Alandria today serves as a modern example to uh, today's woman that no matter what we face in life, we are able to overcome 
come when we truly make up our mind that we are not going to allow anything to hinder us or hold us back from walking in the fullness that God has predestined and preordained for our lives. Take away from this interview on today that our lives were created by God that we might be an in sample in the earth for others to make change and to walk in their destined place. I love you guys. I want to thank you for joining us today for this episode, season two of Coffee Talks Empowerment Podcast. I want you to meet us right back here, same time, same place next week as we interview on Coffee Talks Podcast author Kimberly Spruill. Kimberly will be here on next week to talk about her latest book on purpose. We're excited about what God is doing in this season. I speak peace. I speak grace. I speak favor over your day, over your week. And I want you to know that God is yet in control regardless to what the world is facing right now. Have a great week and let's get brewing. Be blessed.